0: Hello and welcome to a safe space created by two recovering perfectionists. This
1: podcast is designed to guide you to accept what is, process what has, and find clarity in what will be.
0: Astrid and Zoe here, the host of The Philanthrotherapists. Hello there how are you I'm doing really well I uh, I finally have a little bit of time to kind of slow down and evaluate just happy to be here how are you I'm doing great
1: I uh, this week has been so much more positive in terms of just myself and working towards things that we've been talking about so I feel uh, feel great, actually.
0: That's awesome. Sun's shining. That's right. I did want to touch base with you. I know we ended last week with, um, you know, kind of what we were wanting to change with our habits or our rituals and things that were kind of taking up your time or um, habits that you you didn't necessarily want to have anymore, and one of those being TikTok. Um, So how have you... How have you kind of changed that and how are you feeling with your improvements so well I'm not gonna not gonna lie
1: and say that I deleted it because that is not true um, <laughs> I have I have though been working on catching myself like if I get to a point where I open up my phone and I happen to be you know scrolling TikTok. Tock uh, I've been working on setting myself like a daily limit and not allowing myself to just randomly scroll through TikTok so if I like have like a 10 minute of my lunch break where I'm scrolling and and just looking at stuff then I do that but uh, I haven't lost myself in TikTok since we talked about it, because I've made made myself aware of the fact that I'm doing it.
0: Right. It's more of a conscious effort. It's at the forefront of your mind.
1: Yeah. When I looked at my uh, screen time compared to last week and the week before, I would say that that couple weeks ago, I would have been like, you know, probably three hours, maybe even four hours for the week. And this last week was only two. So...
0: Yeah. That's taking a major down, improvement. That's 50% improvement.
1: Yeah. Now, daily, I mean, when you look at it like that, yeah, I probably, Monday, I definitely spent more time on it than I did, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but then like Friday and Saturday when I had a little bit extra time, I spent more time in it. So, I mean, roughly like the daily usage, it probably went down like maybe 20
0: minutes in comparison. Yeah. But as overall, it was a larger number, so. Right. And I think that's, I mean, that's kind of... Um, like the that's the bigger picture right Uh, nothing that we're gonna do and change can be done drastically and overnight so if you just focus on making even just a 1% improvement every single day if you compile that improvement over the course of an entire year you're gonna have improved 37% and those are just little efforts so like if you improve everything by 1% it will compile into a greater improvement over time habits are like the compact interest of your self-improvement, you know, they build upon each other. And with that being said, it can also go the other way. So if you do something, um, one time, you know, that you didn't necessarily want to do, if you allow that to continue to happen, those bad habits, that 1% um, decline can build to a larger increase. Or, well, usage, yeah. decrease like a larger overall, like getting you further away from your goal, I guess, is what I'm... I see what you're saying. So your outcomes are like a lagging measure of your habits. Um, You may not notice them. They may not be notable or noticeable in those little 1% improvements or declines. But those will build on each other until it is that bigger picture or that big, massive... Um, shift I think for me when we talked about habits and the ones
1: that I've noticed like myself changing and you know really honing in on uh, my daily my daily normal routine that was what I call it now because I don't necessarily think it's a habit now because I've just done it so long that it's become part of me Um, what I didn't used to do you know Eight months ago, ten months ago, was wake up in the morning and do my skincare, and I know that sometimes you have to like, I guess buy like buy the cute workout outfit, right? Right. To get into the workout like habit, so I went out and got all the my new skincare stuff when we uh, first moved into the new house, and since then I have done nothing but make sure in the mornings I do my skincare, and I fell out of the habit and getting back into that habit. In the last couple months, I think has really, you know, helped myself like realize like, hey, now it's a routine. Let's just keep going. And I know that it does take time, but getting to that point now, when I wake up, I just do it and I don't have to think about it anymore.
0: Right, in the beginning of that statement you just made, you said something about how like you do, like some things have just become a part of you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like when you identify as somebody that does something, then that's when it is a more powerful thing. And that can go both ways. Like if you identify with somebody that makes their bed every morning, like you're a bed maker, you're one of those, you know, then that's like, that's just something that you do. But say you, you know, you're, you want to stop smoking cigarettes, you know, because that's like a big habit for a lot of people, you know, that nobody necessarily wants to do it, but it's just, if you identify as somebody who smokes cigarettes, then it's not, you're never going to be able to change, give that up. Yeah. If somebody offer you're okay, you're you don't want to smoke cigarettes anymore. You you've decided you're going to stop. But somebody offers you one, and you're like, I don't. I'm trying not to smoke. You're still identifying as a smoker. But if you responded as like, I I I am not a smoker, or I do not smoke anymore, that's like a more powerful statement. I think
1: that um, actually resonates with what we want to talk about today, which is words and the power that they have over people and how altering them can essentially alter who you are and who you want to be. So, you know, habits and building those habits and using your words to create that life that you want, I think they all really kind of intertwine nicely.
0: Right. Um, I think what it comes down to is like we all set goals and we want to rise to the goals that we set, but a winner and a loser both have the same goal they just yeah. had different outcomes and so it comes down to like what are your systems to achieve those goals so you can you can't rise to your goals you can only fall to the systems in which you have in place to achieve those goals um, so you when you're trying to reestablish habit and routine you have to focus on the systems those little like the the little things that you what you what you repeat, like you get what you repeat. So what are you repeating? Um, and a lot of times, you know, it's we don't even realize it, but the words that we're using to describe things could have a negative or positive effect on the outcome.
1: I think that's absolutely true because it doesn't. I guess it doesn't matter the way that you say the word. It's just that the words that you're using the
0: weight of the words that you are using. Yeah.
1: It's like you can say have in a sentence and it's gonna have a different meaning than if you use it in a way like I have to do this and I know we touched on that last week. Right. And you can say I have this right. and that's that's a positive outlook, but if you say it in a way like I have
0: to do this right. then I'm grateful I have this is a is positive. Exactly. But I have to, to do, do this, this is is negative. considered negative exactly
1: right. so i guess it's not the the word itself it's the power that you're giving the word
0: yeah and the definition the belief behind the words that you're saying
1: absolutely as children you know we're taught like you know sticks and stones will, may may make, break my bones but words will never hurt me but in reality
0: words I, hurt really bad they do
1: and i don't know that i can name a single person that has it been hurt by, by a word. And it could be something as silly as four eyes. You know, I wear glasses and someone has, you know, when I was a child, someone said that to me. And when you think about it, the word four and the word eyes, they're, they don't have any meaning to them together, but together they can
0: hurt. Right. And now that's probably something that does replay in your head. You know, it's kind of burned into your brain um, because it was like a, a shaming moment for you.
1: But now glasses are in and everyone wants them.
0: I'll be honest I have faked a vision test as a child just to have glasses yep. um, So and now I wear blue light glasses as an accent to outfits and stuff. So I mean, it's just a matter of perspective perspective and acceptance, yeah. you know, so um, But yeah, you're right with the with the two words separate for and eyes like those you're like, how could those words hurt anybody? But when you put them together and you direct them towards somebody who wears glasses, then it's it's hurtful.
1: Yeah. And it's done in a judgment set, and it's not done in a way that you can, once you say it, it's, you've said it. You right. can't take it back. It's just like stuff that you post on internet and social media. It's out there. It's never going to be returned to you. So I think that it's very important to note, like, when whenever you're taking this journey to... Becoming the person that you wanna be. Getting there and doing it by shortcomings and uh, negativity is something that you absolutely, like you don't wanna do because in the end, like it's gonna come back at you. So really you have to like take a step back and you know outlay all of your values, your, your goals, your beliefs and start recreating your habits and your daily kind of routines and switch your verbiage. And I think, that, like, honestly, wording and verbiage is, like, has the most power out of all of those.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a matter of establishing um, habits, rituals through your systems. Like, um, not focusing on the goal necessarily. Um, more so focusing on those little bitty things that you can say or do differently every day that will build up and compile to to what you're looking for and I think the most powerful part of that is the words that you choose whether it's talking to yourself or talking to others because I mean like how you view others is like a perception of your of yourself like people reflect your behavior back at you um and when you, when you see somebody, or you, you, you always you, you look for negative things in other people, then ne- more negative people are going to be kind of brought to you in your life. That's all you're going to see or attract. Absolutely. I mean, when you think about
1: words and the, the actual weight that they hold, like, you have to think about it in terms of like, words are used every single day in like multiple different ways, like from praise to discipline, teaching and learning, prayer, affirmation, decision-making, and then judgment of all kinds, yourself and others. So like thinking about if you are waking up in the morning, the first thing you're gonna do is like, it's your thought, right? You're gonna wake up, you're gonna do your daily routine. They're gonna look at the mirror. And even though it's a thought internally, it is still your words and you're the way you use them. So if you wake up being like, today is gonna be positive, I'm going to have a wonderful day. I get to...
0: Yeah, set intention. So, yeah, you set, set the intention. Tone. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And so, and then the same make thing... Make your
0: bed. <laughs> I think that's where it all starts, though, really. If you haven't already started, when you wake up, make your bed, because then you've accomplished something
1: and a, and a, immediately. That's true. And when you look in your room and your bed is made, you feel more put together.
0: You put, You feel more put together. And when you go to bed, like, you get to... You know take down the blanket and like climb into a freshly made bed. made bed yeah it's just it's totally it's a game changer um be a bed maker
1: I, you that's know I'm, you I'm
0: actually working on that <laughs> and if like that's the other thing too is like if you do something that you don't want to do once it's totally fine like just don't do it two times in a row because they'll compile on each other and the next thing you know you know, three or four days have passed and you haven't made your bed. But if you... You could make your bed every other day, but guess what? It's still better than not making your bed four days in a row.
1: Yes. Funny... Because you're never letting it compile. Funny side story to the making the bed. Um, It is one of my daughter's chores. Mm -hmm. And so the last couple of weeks we've been, you know, setting those routines in place for her to get her chores done on a daily basis. And one of her chores is to make her bed every single day. And I thought that she was just doing a really, really great job. I've been praising her for it, like, oh my god, I'm so proud of you. Your bed's been made. Well, she's usually wakes up around the same time I do. Well I woke up one day earlier in her <laughs> this last week and I opened her door and she was sleeping on her made bed with a different blanket. So she, so instead
0: of actually making actually her bed making her it, bed
1: when she got out of it, she was just sleeping on the main bed. So she didn't have to remake it. Yeah, I mean, hey, we've all been there. We've been there, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you have to fake it until you make yeah. it, hey. hey, like she's put, she's finding a home for that other blanket. She
1: really is. On the foot of her bed, folded up, which is great. So
0: say hey, she's folding a blanket. She's folding and, that blanket. I just that look nice. That's funny. I just
1: thought it was a great little interlude because she was getting it done by doing it one time and letting it stay done. Right. You know, she she knew the outcome had to
0: be made bed, and she made sure it was done. So that's like a perfect example, though, of like when the goal is all you're focused on, exactly, and not the system in which you have in place to achieve the goal, exactly. And I asked her when I noticed it, I said, now, Jay, is it more
1: comfortable to sleep med- bed made or bed unmade? She's like, well, when I'm underneath the sheet, I said, well, then let's start just getting in the habit of using the sheet and the blanket as usual and, and making it. it in the morning.
0: Yeah. And
1: it was like a light bulb. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're right, mom. So. Yeah. I just had a funny little side story, but I think it really goes well with what we're talking on today.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: So, as we were saying, we do not give words the amount of credit they actually deserve. How would you put that into terms of someone that's not understanding the difference between the word and how they use it? So, like, take, get to, and have. And how would you put that into someone's understanding for them how they can
0: change that and how it affects their daily life? Like the word take, you know, like in a positive way, it's like, what was your takeaway from, you know, what was that little nugget of knowledge that you took out of, or was a takeaway from something that you watched or learned or read or anything along those lines. But like, when you think of it as like somebody that's always taking from me, like that's that same word, but it is, has, you know, multiple meanings and can be positive or negative, um, but in, at the end of the day, like the flow of the universe, you have to give to receive. You have to take in order to be able to provide for others. You can't just, it can't, it can never be a one way. You can't just keep giving without taking in return.
1: Just like our statement on the empty cup. Yeah. If your cup's not full, you can't give back.
0: Right. Um, so, I mean, the weight of a word is kind of up to each individual person on how much they're going to allow it to weigh Um, I think the most the happiest people don't necessarily put much weight on the words they receive the weight they are putting on the words that they are using To interact with other people so I think the focus should be on how are you communicating with other people how can you best say what you need to get your point across but then when you are being spoken to and say it's in a way that you don't desire it's a reflection on who's talking right exactly they are not being conscious of what they are saying. And so it actually has nothing to do with you. And so, like, you should have a lot of weight on what you're saying, but not as much weight on what you're receiving. So then... And I think that that would build on each other. Eventually, if what you are saying and you care enough about how you are communicating with others, then you're going to attract and perceive and be more understanding with how others are communicating with you.
1: I 100% agree. And I think that kind of... Resonates with the saying, the sticks and stones may break my bones that words will never hurt me because if you even though the Words that the people are using do have weight and they do hold some sort of value to you as a person when you're hearing them But if you're giving them the weight that they deserve like if the person is truly acting Horrendous and just you know the reflection of themselves is coming off to you as negative, right? Like just giving it giving it the value like hey, they must be having a bad day let it in one ear out the other, but listen to what they have to say. You can pick it apart, get the main point across. But in reality, like your, your words are your sticks and stones. Mm -hmm. So like by speaking to somebody, if you're speaking in a negative aspect or even speaking to yourself doing so in that negative light is actually like throwing sticks and stones, I think. And I think that that's very important to think about, like in terms of how you want to speak to others and, like, consciously selecting those words that you're using, I think that that is by not, I guess, throwing sores, but maybe throwing rose petals. Yeah. I guess that's a, I mean, that, how else would you, you know, word that? Like, right. if I'm going to say your hair looks nice today instead of coming off negatively, that's throwing, you know, positivity your way instead of negativity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I would say that, I mean, it – once again, it comes back to the your values. If you have your values at the forefront of your mind, you know what your intentions are when you say something. And when you know what your intentions are when you say something, then you will better say it. Agreed. So getting straight on your values and, and kind of being able to have an optimistic more positive outlook um, looking at things with compassion and understanding coming from that place always your intention will never be to harm so how would you let's say
1: you wake up and you're in a really tough spot and you wake up in a negative space you know you're you're not sticking to your routines you, you're late for work, so you've already woke up technically on the wrong side of the bed, how would you go about switching your words in order to change your day from this negative atmosphere to a positive one without affecting someone else's mood? Because let's face it, if you are, if someone is in a, in a negative space around you, you can feel that vibration. Absolutely. So how, how can someone that's listening right now that may be having a bad day, how can they change it? by just using their words
0: i mean it's going to start with how you're talking to yourself because it's really easy if you wake up not feeling right or feeling off or feeling negative it's really easy to just immediately start talking shit about yourself and highlighting what you didn't do and haven't done and that's when you just need to turn it to gratitude you need to focus on you know one thing that you're grateful for in that moment like give yourself one self affirmation, positive affirmation. Absolutely, they go and then s- it will build on itself. Such a long way. Yeah, I. Uh, that's one of the
1: things. Like when I was in that dark spot a couple weeks ago, and my journaling, like the great, you know, I am grateful for this. I I speak in my affirmations at least two a day, and you'd be surprised. Even if I wake up late and I do it anyway, and I'm like, you know what, I.
0: Was able to journal today. Exactly. Oof. What did you do? Not How what you haven't done. So much power. Focus on what you did do. Not what you haven't done. Makes sense. Gratitude is the best attitude. <laughs> Get that on a bumper sticker. That's right. We,
1: we will be making those shortly. No. <laughs> yeah. I think that that is important to note, though, just because I know that like listeners out there may be having that rough day and it's okay. It's okay to have bad days and bad moments as long as you know, like this moment's going to pass. It's okay
0: to not be okay.
1: Yeah. It's okay to not be okay. It really is. And not everybody is perfect and, or actually nobody is perfect. So in, <laughs> correction. In, yeah. Correct. Let me, let me reword that. You, you really have to like wake up in that mindset and just be like I'm gonna be grateful even if you don't feel like there's anything in that moment to be grateful for you just have to give that power you you
0: opened your eyes you have a bed that you're sleeping in a roof over your head exactly you know like it's the little things and if you don't have a roof over your head you're sleeping in your car hey it's still a roof okay that's true might be a (laughs) sunroof but it's a roof nonetheless um, so yeah, I mean, go always go back to the. I mean, even if if you're you really can't think of anything you're grateful for, like being alive. And that's, Yeah. Period. You woke up. You you're able to
1: open your eyes this morning and you're breathing. You know, that's the simplest form of you know gratitude is just thanking whoever you're. You know, you're person up there is or the surroundings yeah, what's universe your greater source that's just thinking to be alive creation.
0: Is yeah absolutely
1: so we've touched on you know we kind of recap today a little bit about habits and rituals and giving a better understanding to them and really honing in like one if I would take away anything from this podcast today it would be to like Understanding the words that I use, and to create those, you know, rituals and habits in place to yeah to wake up. Think every day. about the
0: systems that are going to get you to your goals. Um, setting goals. I'm not saying that setting goals aren't important, but it can't be the only focus. Um, because, like I said, uh, if you're if you're setting out on a, at a race or a game, or you know, each person is setting out with the goal to win. Absolutely. But there's only there's not everyone's gonna win. Yeah. Um, so what's the system that got you? You know, like going to the gym. You going to the gym once or twice. You're not gonna be an athlete. It's it's the the things that take the most time have the most potential. And I think they carry the most weight. They as carry well. the most weight. Yes. And it's a com- a compilation of little small. Um, decisions like a, the seed of every habit is a single tiny decision but as that decision is repeated then a habit kind of sprouts and, and grows. grows stronger from from that decision a good example um, from the atomic habits uh, book that I kind of listened audiobook listened to um, is just like an ice cube. If you have an ice cube in a room uh, and the temperature is 29 degrees, it's going to stay frozen, okay? It goes up to 30 degrees, still frozen, nothing happens. 31, still frozen, nothing happens. These are slight differences that are building on each other, but then all of a sudden, it's 32 degrees and it starts melting. Mm -hmm. So, that's the other thing, too. Most people aren't going to notice the small shifts. They're going to only notice that one last
1: the thirty, the from the thirty-one to the thirty-two.
0: The one last difference, and that's what's going to get all the credit. But you have to understand that it's when you plant a seed, you don't eat the fruit the next day. Exactly. You, the plant you have to nourish it, water it,
1: give it sunlight,
0: Just, give it yeah, air. Yeah, exactly. We are we are house plants with brains. <laughs> Just water you, yeah. nurture you, love you. Uh- <laughs> Feed you good wholesome food. Yes. Um, relax so moral of the story here is forget about setting goals work on your systems what are those little things and you know habits and that all starts with the words that you're choosing to use whether it's talking to yourself or talking to someone else just get straight with your values and know what your intentions are and if they're never in a bad place then you know you're good and if, they're, if your words are received from a negative place, it's probably because that person is, is in a bad place and their perception is altered by that, you know? So again, it has nothing to do with you. The only thing that you can control and that you're responsible for is yourself and your own intention.
1: And the way you use your intention in the form of verbiage or your actions. Right absolutely so really like it all it all boils down on once you set those values in place
0: as long as you follow them it like your values consider it like a colander right and everything you do should be sifted through this colander of your values and whatever makes it to the other side is only going to be what is is in alignment with those values and everything else will get stuck in your colander
1: i think that's a great way to put it
0: so what's a what's something that we can try to implement for a better outcome well i think what do you think you could or need to to be able to get more straight with your, the power of your words.
1: One thing that I'm going to start doing, and I have children, so this will be a different look on me than what it's going to be for you, is, and I think I've said this before, if I would not say it to my children, I don't think that I should say it to anybody. Um, And the reason for that is uh, everything that I say to my children, I do out of love and respect for them. And I do it because what I say to them is going to hold so much power. And the words that I use, I'm using to mold them into the people that they're going to become. So I don't think it's fair for me to use my words in a way for my employees at my job or to my fiance, hurtful, hurtful or praise or otherwise that I wouldn't use to my children. Because right. I think that that is something that for me as a parent, when I speak to them, I do it with intention and I do it through the lenses of like a different perspective. Right. And I think that if I were to wear those lenses and that perspective every single day when I'm speaking, even to you, Asher, if I'm like, have a joyful day, you're going to do wonderful today. Like, that's how I speak to my children. And I feel like if I brought that even to my workplace, I would bring a different side of me that my employees have never seen. And I think that that attitude and that um, gratitude... Would
0: only grow. Would only
1: grow into how they... amplify. Exactly. So I think that that's something that I'm definitely taking away from this podcast today.
0: Right. Kind of, and it just hit me. um, It's, like, the power and the weight of the words exchanged. Like, yes, strangers do have some effect, but, like, it's the... It's the people that are closest to you, the ones that know your, you know, some of your shame triggers or has have seen you in vulnerable states. They have a lot of power because they have the ability to say words that they know could cut through you, <laughs> and in turn, you have the same power with them. And so, that's a with power comes great responsibility. They Absolutely. say so, like you're responsible to not use those words
1: that are going to cause internal
0: harm and that goes for yourself too i mean you know yourself better than anyone else could and so don't use the words that you know are triggering or pushing your buttons or but it is easy when you're spiraling out and you're in a bad place like those are the things you go to first (laughs) creatures of comfort yeah and so I mean, I, I just challenge everybody to kind of embrace the power that we have as, um, as a human being close to other human beings. Cause like we, I mean, we just want to, we have, we want to belong and we want to feel loved. That's an innate part of our acceptance. Yes. And so you have a lot of power. Um, and so use that power for good and you will only get good in return. Absolutely. So that's my biggest kind of takeaway. And it just kind of popped into my head as you were speaking. Um, And I think that that is something that maybe
1: we should challenge our listeners to do this week, you know, really just watch how you interact with the ones that you love the most. Like the words that you keep precious to yourself and to the ones that you care about, watch how you speak to them and watch how you speak to other people because there's going to, you're going to see a difference. You really are. And I think that it's important to note, like, Treating everyone the way that you want to be treated yeah. and the way that you're going to treat someone that you love is important because everybody has something going on and your words could literally make or break their day.
0: Because, yeah, I mean, it. they might be in a place where they, they don't have a lot of power. They don't feel a lot of power. And so they're, they feel very small and very weak. And um, you could come in and say something, yeah, that could completely throw them. Shat, like they could sh- It could shatter their whole identity or they could make them and to
1: feel like they have something, having more potential or right. having something to uh, so fight what, for.
0: Yeah. We challenge you, you know, when you have the chance, which way, which direction are you going to go? Are you going to build somebody up or are you going to tear them down? Exactly. And I, I want to build everyone up. So Um, I'm going to be more present in the interactions I have with people this week and make that decision to build people up every chance that I have. Absolutely. That's my my takeaway, and that's your challenge, y'all.
1: How would you action that? How would we get that shit done this week?
0: Yeah, sit with that for a minute.
1: Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. If you haven't already, make sure you follow us on Instagram, therapeutic.philanthropy. Have a wonderful week, you guys.